time. This is Ready Row USA. I'm your producer and host tonight, Charlotte Pierce, and we have an exciting uh, preview of the U.S. Rowing Convention coming up, courtesy of Reba Knickerbocker of Bend the Blade, fabulous Howdy. coach. Hi. Hi. Hello. Yeah. yeah, thank you for coming on, and uh, you know, I'm glad to to uh, do an evening one. I think we catch some other people this way too, yeah. you know, people that yeah. can get away during the day. Uh, yeah. we, have, we have a couple of people watching already, Roberta and Wilma. Thank you for tuning in and please uh, ask, ask some questions. I think I can grab the comments. Please, uh, please, I'd love some yes. questions. Yeah, we would love questions. Even, and you can even put them in afterwards. So that's cool too. Um, I'm just going to roll through where this is, a, like I said, a preview, our first preview of the, row, the U.S. Rowing Convention. We're going to be doing a couple more uh, for the different tracks of diversity, equity, and inclusion, women's, and that's what Re, uh, Reba will be talking about tonight. Uh, it's yep. in Philadelphia, uh, December 5th through the 8th, and it's a, just a great place to get together with your rowing buddies and, and learn some stuff and, um, you know, get some ideas yeah. for, for your club and so forth. With some folks that you haven't seen for a while. It's always like, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah, I just I just went to a publishing con conference, so my eighth one for the Independent Publishers of New England. And it was just like all seeing all these people, old board members and, you know, just getting lots yep. of good ideas. Um, juices were flowing. But uh, we have, I, like I said, I'm the producer and we've been going for about a year now, which is amazing to me. We have uh, almost 40 episodes under our belt. Mm -hmm. uh, our senior correspondents are Mark Wilson and Ryan Worth in Chattanooga. Mark's with the All-American Rowing Camp and I'm a little jealous because he's over in Portugal right now with a, some camp uh, campers that he's taking over there. Uh, correspondents include Tara Morgan, of CCOR, Will Ruth of Strength Coach Roundtable, Reba Knickerbocker, our guest tonight, and Veronica Platzer also contributes. She's out at Boulder Community Rowing. And then Ben Booth and Michael Knowles, they're our coastal gurus. So coastal is a big topic now in US rowing and, and world rowing too. Um, I don't know if you do much of that, uh, Reba, or? I, I do not, but it's yeah. fascinating. Uh, yeah, Nancy Mack and I went out you know, with with Ben uh, in September out at Westport, Mass. And it was just like, it was a blast. It was just like total, you know, different, but but similar to sculling. And right. any, we, we, have, uh, we have several uh, podcasts on the Rowing Chat Network. We have Faster Masters, this one, Ready Row USA, and Strength Coach Roundtable, which is Will Ruth. And... Uh, and Rebecca Caro and Marlene Royal also do rowing chat. So that's a lot of interviews, great, great uh, lineup there. You can subscribe at rowing.chat. So it's one of those new URLs and uh, you can find all the details there. So again, we have, there's only one way we can come to you, which is through our wonderful sponsors. We have a couple new ones this week. Uh, this month, I'm sorry, rowing related. It's rowing news by Brian Kitch. And let me see if I can tell you a little bit about that. Do you know Brian Kitch? I think he's, uh, I don't. Yeah, he's got a 
independent, uh, good independent journalism is a valuable commodity nowadays and rowing newspapers are no exception. Let me pull this down so I don't have to look up. And Brian Kitch writes at rowingrelated.com and his detailed knowledge of the sport has built its reputation as an excellent source of information, news and opinion. And you can get a subscription to the monthly newsletter with a 20% discount for your first year from this exclusive offer just for rowing chat listeners. And you can read his free introductory article called The Future of Rowing at the Olympics, How Rowing Should Adapt to Stay Relevant. Good topic. Yeah. And grow its base on the world's grandest stage. So you can visit our, our website to get that uh, discount. And the other one is uh, Rebecca Caro did a, a roundup of rowing gloves a you know key element of your kit in rowing i think especially in the beginning of the season or if you've taken a break so um, there's the rowing related one and so these are you know my favorite uh crew stop there's several other brands that she profiled and you can get discounts and a full list at rowing.chat sponsor uh rowing dash gloves so those are all on our sponsor page on the website. Now, let's get to the, the heart of the matter. Uh, Reba Knickerbocker is one of my favorite coaches. And just, I just love what you do out there. I love that workshop that you gave out in- um, Hartford. Hartford. Yeah. And, you know, Nancy and I are still talking about it. We're still quoting it. And, you know, your, your expertise with women and masters is just, Really, really awesome. So we're proud, you know, honored to have you on. And well, do you thank wanna... you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, good. And uh, we'd like to hear a little bit more. I can roll through your slides for those who are watching and uh, yeah. tell me uh, when so, to change it. Uh, yeah, so um, why don't you go ahead and go to the first, the one you just had up about the mental skills. I think that's the first one up, but I, I'm gonna be doing three talks at the convention. Uh -huh. And uh, last year I did I did one when the convention was in San Diego and that was the women in competitive behavior uh, or competitive success the C word and it was <laughs> quite, uh, it was quite well received and it was really really great fun lots of fun to be there and and talk to folks and present on that and so this time around um, I'm I'm doing three talks actually and uh, the first one that you have up right now is called Your Athletic Brain, uh, Mental Training Skills for Athletics and Life. And, you know, these are just sort of, if you're not doing some sort of mental training, if you are, I don't care whether you're competitive or recreational or ocean rowing or sculling or sweep or, you know, you name it. If you're not doing some sort of mental piece to your training and your experience, then, mm, yeah, you know, Think, change your mind. <laughs> I know, and it's it's exactly. a constant reminder. You have to re constantly remind yourself to do that. I think you yeah. know, like yeah, I and mean, it is just as important as any kind of physical training, mm -hmm. any kind of technical training. Just mm -hmm. as important, and I would say sometimes. I mean, when you get down to races where you're at nationals, and you know the difference between the top three boats in the final is less than, you know, I don't know, less than three. <laughs> let's say, then, you know, what are we really talking about? We're really talking about a mental game. We're not talking about, you know, a technical, a, you know, a physical or even a, an equipment issue. We're talking Absolutely. about people yes. who are really dialed in. So, mm -hmm. um, 
So your athletic brain, and there's kind of four different areas that I'm going to be talking about uh, with that particular talk. Uh -huh. I think we have a slide of those. Let me see. There we go. Okay, good. So, uh, positive self-talk, pre-race routines, visualization, imagery, and goal setting or uh, achievement. And um, part of the, you know, the visualization and imagery one, I, I have a really, really interesting piece in that um, called layered stimulus response training. And this is something that most people don't know about and uh, don't realize how unbelievably effective it can be. And so I'm gonna be talking about, that's a tease, teaser, right? I'm not gonna tell you what that is exactly. Okay, I won't you, reveal it. Some, there of, you go. some of this you touched on at the workshop in March, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, if you're <laughs> thinking about going to the convention and you're gonna be there for the master's track, please mm -hmm. come and listen to this talk because it's, uh, it's chock full of actual applicable, you know, practices that you can engage yeah. in to make your rowing and your experience just a lot better. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's see, the other uh, two talks, uh, one is called Skill Acquisition and Intentional Team Building. And in that one, I talk about, you know, how does an organization, um, set itself up to be able to provide its rowers with the best opportunity to acquire skill. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? How, how does an organization do, do that? Does that? How does an organization do that? And how do the rowers um, engage with that as well? Because it takes two to tango, right? Uh -huh. you, you have a fantastic organizational structure and then you can have rowers that are disengaged or not able to be there for whatever reason or can't afford to be there for whatever reason. Um, so that's the first part of the talk. The second part of the talk is intentional team building. So once we're acquiring skill in, in you know, a way that uh, feeds into us learning really well and progressing through the process of becoming better rowers and more experienced, then you wanna look at how do we build teams around that in an intentional way. Uh -huh. And, you know, I think a lot of clubs out there are just sort of default building team, like whatever, we're all here, we're all rowing. Okay, we're a team. <laughs> and they have a potluck once in a while. <laughs> right, exactly. And it doesn't work that way. You yeah. have to really be intentional about your team yeah. building and you have to have some real, some forethought and some plan around it. Where are we going? What are we doing? What's the point of all of us being here? And so. And um, it seems like part of that is giving people feedback too, you know, like, Look, I, I noticed you have a you're having a little bit of trouble. You know, why don't you and so and so go off and do do a you know a little work on that? Or is that um, are you talking about like personal issues between rowers or not not between rowers? But you know, like you have to be the the coach or the manager has to kind of kind of guide people. I mean, they may not. They yeah, may not so want to. Um, it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean, okay. uh, coaches, head coaches, team managers, uh, team captains uh -huh. have to be the ones who are standing up and, and setting the tone. And rowers have to participate in that, you know? Absolutely. I mean, there are a lot of rowers that will just sort of, you know, roll their eyes at a captain or a coach and be like, yeah, whatever, and turn around and walk away. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, it. like I said, it takes two to tango. You've got to have really uh -huh. good 
captains who are engaged, who, who are have a plan for the team, a direction that they're moving in. Same thing for a head coach, a direction that you're moving in. Same thing for an executive director or mm-hmm. you know, program director, you know, the, the, the on high individual that is also setting the tone. Mm-hmm. And rowers have to be uh, wanting to buy into whatever that plan is. And, and if they're not willing to buy, and if for some reason the plan uh, is disagreeable to them, that is there a form for them to step up and to talk about that? Yeah, it seems like, you know, especially with masters, like we're all, we all have these kind of crazy lives. And then our rowing is like something we fit in or we make time for in those crazy lives. But sometimes we bring stuff to the absolutely yeah 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 you know i think sometimes rowers take things very personally mm-hmm. because we're highly invested in what we do i mean we yeah. we, we are dedicated right mm-hmm. so yeah so that's the skill acquisition intentional team building i, I really like that talk because it yeah. also brings in some discussion of character and that could think- be that could be for like at cri we have a, a large uh, group of scholars it could be that or it could be you know, the, the sweeps rowers, like an eight or a team that's regularly gets together as a unit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. absolutely. The one thing that I really, uh, that, that really stands out for me in this talk specifically is um, I was starting to say the, the, the discussion of character. I think there's a Mm -hmm. really huge emphasis on developing character in junior athletes, Mm -hmm. um, but nobody, except for me, talks about <laughs> developing character with adult athletes. And this oh, is God, yeah, that is so critical. Yeah. I mean, I, I, get, I get up, I feel sometimes like I feel like I'm a beginner every time I go on the water, you know, I just, right. I just, um, it's, it's, it is critical. You know, you have to be yeah. mindful of, of making improvements even at, at the age of 63 or whatever. Yeah, you exactly. Be. And you know, nobody shows up uh, with, with perfect character, right? Everybody, <laughs> we all have our, our sort of issues that we deal with. And I think uh, the rowing will sometimes magnify those. Mm-hmm. And you uh, have to be willing to look at those and to grow and to change over time. Otherwise uh, it's, it's not, it's not good. Yeah, and, and also, also to you know when something happens, to kind of be, yeah, acknowledge it and find a way to talk about it with people. Yeah, yeah. I mean we we have issues, you know. Our, sure. Our, yeah. Our, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then get. I think the other one, the other talk is the uh, women and competitive. Uh, I can't remember what it's competitive behavior, competitive success. Colon uh, the C word. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so this one is um, a talk that I've given several times. It's, it's several mm-hmm. different places, and essentially, I look at how um, how women who are mostly pre-Title IX women, although I, I think that it includes any female athlete, how they incorporate their approach mm-hmm. to being competitive with how they uh, internally. Uh, look at competitive behavior. And without getting too much into the, the meat of the talk, uh, mm-hmm. I, I really uh, have looked at some research. Most of the research, is, I mean, I say all the research out there is mm-hmm. all around either junior athletes or collegiate athletes. Essentially, the, the research is saying that female athletes um, do, do, do not like to uh, compete 
uh, and I'll use the word against because that's the uh -huh. way it's framed in studies, against each other if you're on yeah. the same team. That's because we, um, you know, females are really about our social connections with each other. Uh -huh. And anytime you're involved in something that might threaten that, uh, uh, things can get a little n not good. And yeah. um, I also talked a little bit about, you know, how we socially as girls uh, are indoctrinated into being competitive and what that looks like. So uh, all, all that to say, but without giving it away, that this particular <laughs> tends to push a lot of buttons for people. Uh, it's provocative. Uh, and I think that that's good. I, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm all about bringing provocative stuff to the U.S. Rowing Convention. <laughs> well, I, I've been I've been struggling with that issue since I went to your workshop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I keep asking myself, you know, like it's just like just making the commitment to be competitive or to, you know, to accept that is is a yeah on, I, ongoing I, I, process. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many clients I work with uh, individually who uh -huh. are on the one hand all about like, I have a goal. I want to get to this goal. I, I want to reach this particular thing. I want to get in the head of Charlotte or I, you know, some big competitive thing that they want to do. I want to break my PR on the earth, you know, whatever it is. So that's consciously what they're saying for themselves. But once we dig in a little bit, unconsciously what's happening is they are conflicted about mm -hmm. actually being competitive because mm -hmm. of previous experiences they had growing up around what it meant to be competitive. And yeah. so it's this discord that they have in their in their minds. And so they're not able to reach this thing because on the one hand, they're saying, yeah, I want to do that. But subconsciously, there's there's a block there. Yeah. I was talking, I think I mentioned you, um, I interviewed um, Catherine Widgery, who's a frequent <laughs> winner at the head of the Charles. Yeah, I know. She, was, she was describing what, you know, like the moment she realized that she was good and that she really wanted to win and yeah. it, it just like she just kind of went into the zone you know it was it was something you know to to interesting uh discussion that she yeah. described yeah. yeah i think there's um you know uh this is the other piece too is that i i there was recently a post that came out uh from dr jennifer Walinga mm -hmm. about uh did you do you, you know the one i'm talking about it was on you know it was it was all over social media. Yes, I and think I, I thought, yeah. Yeah, I posted it on my site and uh, because I thought it was a fantastic article all about how, you know, it's time to sort of turn coaching into being more 21st century instead of breaking people down, you know, really lifting people up, helping people to feel capable. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, you know, I've always said this. My coaches at CRI, the sculling coaches I have, they are amazing. I, I can't say enough about them because like Anna Juracek um, and Brian D. Domenici and Lane, mm -hmm. um, uh, Lena, his last name, uh, Laureate, um, you know, they, they focus in on the individual. They're so good at that. And it doesn't matter if you're elite athletes or, or, you know, somebody's mom, you know, they just, I don't know how they do that. It's, it's fantastic. Well, good, yeah, good. I mean, I, that's what good coaches do. Good coaches, yeah. good coaches yeah. basically take themselves out of the picture. Yeah, that, that's really the purpose of it. Yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, mm. as, a, as a coach, it's not about me. Mm. <laughs> it's it's about the athlete. 
Yeah. And I think once coaches uh, get out of their own way and, and actually mm. make it about the athlete, then it becomes a little bit more of a like, yeah, how am I treating the whole person of this athlete? Because it's not just about the competition. It's not just about winning. Yeah. Races. It really is about developing. Yeah. Um, or it's, and it's not comparing, like comparing the people in, in this cohort to each other. It's right. It, it That's always, right. Um, that's right. And unless you're in a race. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. And then you're racing and your competitor is really uh, the, the only thing that pushes you to be better than you are. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Nancy, Nancy Mack had a question. I'm so I, I love it when we get questions. Yeah. How, how, how important is being a team player within a club versus going to another club to get your personal goals met? It's hard for women to be individually focused. Huh. I think I know what I mean, she means. How important is being a team player within a club versus going to another club to get your personal goals met? I don't know that those are, you know, mutually mm. exclusive. Like, I think you could, you, 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 it's, I think it's fine to be in a club and be, you know, be as much of a team player as you possibly can. And, and there may be a limit in that particular club as to how much you can get out of that. So you're there and you're doing your thing and you're a team player. And then, to go to a different club, like let's say it's a sweep versus sculling. And let's say you know, one club is only offering sweep. And so that's good for you. That works sometimes. And then you want to go and you actually want to be a scholar, then totally fine to go. And maybe going and being a scholar is at a different club is actually going to help you to be a better team player at the other club. So because, I don't know. Because the club may not offer a full range of, of sculling. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, you know, the, the, the comment about women have a hard time being individually focused. I think, I think it's true. We're always sort of interested in, you know, well, there's a lot of caretaking, mm -hmm. right? How is, how is my friend doing? And that's the whole piece I was saying about, um, so being socially competitive and how that can affect whether you compete now, you know, you have a friend on the team, you don't, you know, you don't want to beat her because maybe she won't be your friend yeah. anymore. And I know that sounds kind of high school. So true. Well, listen, we are, uh, I just wanted to cover a few things like what else is going on there? Did, have you gotten word of some of the other uh, new tracks yeah, or any, anything so, else? Yeah. So the women's track sounds just fantastic. So they're going to have a panel uh, of women from the 1976 Olympic squad. Uh, they're on the eight. Uh, that sounds fantastic. They're going to show the movie about Joan. Uh, what's her last name? Help me. Bloom. Uh, Bloom. Joan yeah. Bloom. Uh, so there's there's going to be a, a a showing of that, which is going to be great. And then a discussion afterwards. There's going to be a discussion from uh, some women about uh, C-suite uh, executives and how being an athlete can can inform uh, that leadership. Uh -huh. um, and then there's the whole master's track. And of course there's, you know, coach Dietz is going to be there for that. And uh, Liz Fusco talking about nutrition. So, I mean, it's, it's full of excellent, yeah. excellent uh, and, things uh, that are happening. There's a new Coxon's track too, right? Or a couple of uh, sessions. Is there? That's great. I didn't, I, I haven't been to the site in a couple days. So if there's anything new up, I haven't, I haven't yeah, seen I kinda, it. I've scouted out their site a little bit. I'm going to be talking to someone from the office tomorrow and uh, get some more ideas for our, our upcoming preview shows. And uh, definitely uh, the diversity, equity, and inclusion and the 
uh, the coastal stuff, I think is going to be a lot of uh, focus on that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's good, you know, and I think the more um, we can get these different groups in there and talking and uh -huh. not being siloed into their own little meeting room yeah. and only talking to each other, but everybody kind of mixing it up and going to different yeah. talks. Maybe you, you know, like I, I welcome, I mean, you know, I, in San Diego, there were maybe like two guys that came to the women and competitive behavior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you, this, is, this is a really, you know, if you're a male coach out there and you're coaching masters women, you need to come to this talk. You need to hear this talk big time. So I will, I will send people there. We're going to actually be there. I think Tara Morgan, uh, one of our correspondents is going to be there and, right. and I will, um, yeah. And we're going to be interviewing people. We're going to like, we'd love to have people come up and, you know, tell us what they think, what, you know, what's going on in their club or their, yeah. their lives as rowers, you know, what yeah. they really like about the convention, you know, who they saw, you know, just fun stuff that, that will help connect us all. So yeah. And thank you to our viewers and uh, listeners on the podcast later we are going to roll out here. We have, I'm, I'm beating my drum for the uh, the rowing club news. I love doing these spotlights on rowing clubs, like just random clubs out there that are doing fun stuff. And just, I just like, you know, keeping uh, a track of the pulse of, of the things that are going on. And, you know, please send in your news. We Nothing is too small or too, if you think it's insignificant. It isn't. It's it reflects what's going on at, at uh, rowing clubs around the country. Uh, always love our gadgets and gear. We're probably going to do another session uh, on that upcoming before the holidays, uh, so you get your your gifts ideas going if you uh, if you give gifts. Always good. And again, our our sponsors are uh, we are so grateful to them especially our new sponsors this, this uh, month. And um, yes, we have a hashtag. If you use this hashtag on social media, you'll win something. And I'm hoping that Reba may offer a yeah. consult or something. Um, Absolutely. Whatever, or if you stop by Northampton, is it, where are you? I, I am in Northampton, but I work with clients all over. Right, so. right. And just like, I just, not to plug you too much, but I'm going to plug you. Okay. <laughs> really fabulous uh, insight to yourself as an athlete and a rower. That's what you'll get from Reba's. Excellent. Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, the plug in. You're welcome. And we will have you back because you're one of our correspondents now, whether you like it or well, not. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, and so I'm the producer. I've been doing this for a year. Like I said, I've just come out with a new children's book. It's uh, about a di ten diverse authors. I publish books. I don't write them, but the um, the author is just a, f a fantastic. Um, she's a BU liter literature professor and written a nice book about you know a picture book for kids. Uh, we have Mark. He's off in Portugal with the All-American Rowing Camp, and I'll be going down to see to take two camps with him and Jim Dietz in uh, January, uh, end of December and January. So because I was good, uh, Santa Claus gave me two weeks of rowing camp. 
So I'm, right. so excited. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Ryan Worth, he's going to be back with us as hosting next week, I believe. And he's down there in Chattanooga. They just finished the head of the hooch, which was like crazy. Um, yeah. I guess they got a lot of fog and, you know, like, but they such a great group of people that run that. I just love them. You know, I rode there last year. So nice. Ryan, we're thinking about you. Love your club. And yeah, we're, we got more uh, convention preview, club news, gadgets and gear, winter camps, gifts and all that good stuff coming up. We generally go weekly and you know, we sometimes we make a different uh, time. Usually it's Wednesdays at 11, but, um, you know, sometimes it's, I think it's good to have at least one a month right. in the this evening. Is great. This is great because, you, you know, I don't know about anybody else out there, but I'm working. So, gotta, you know, like I Wednesday at 11, that's not going to happen, but this is awesome. I really appreciate your flexibility, Charlotte, because it's great to be able to have this this time. And I just want to yeah. say one quick thing, and that's for all of you out there uh, who are listening or who might listen later to this. Uh -huh. If you are going to be in Philly, if you're going to be at the convention, please come find me. If you are a master's woman and you want to have some discussions, if you are a master's man and you want to have discussions, if you are a master's coach and you want to have discussions, if you are anybody who wants to come and talk about the things that I like to talk about, please, let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see you all there, and we'll have more coverage next week. Thank you so much, Reba. Absolutely. Bye.